0: what is wrong why are you (sighs) you just made a funny expression okay all right hi welcome back to I was thinking I am
1: Nafis and I'm Simone and I'm keeping all that in what's (laughs) up everyone how are you guys doing um not only am I Simone I am also a liar because I said (laughs) we would try to do this on our regularly regular
0: schedule now I can't even talk every two weeks
1: of every two weeks and it's been about like another month probably two depending how long it takes me to edit this um that's another frustration I've been having as we keep doing this I don't think my laptop has the storage anymore for me to export or at least the program that I'm using so sometimes I'll be done but it takes me like a week trying to export it Until I have to ask my dad to borrow his MacBook Mm. so I can export it through there. So I don't know. And I don't know if there's any other editing systems that I can use. I use Adobe Audition. It is just easier for me to use as far as editing. But yeah, my laptop acts like it's about to explode every time I try to export the last, like, I want to say five episodes we've done. So it's been another struggle. You you also have a... um what you want to call it? MacBook? Yeah, I have a MacBook Air. I've tried using that one GarageBand thing and I don't like it. It's too confusing for me. Okay. I've also tried to use Audition and as far as editing, it's confusing for me. So mm. I'm not that
0: tech savvy okay. like, at all. And Adobe, I guess, it's just very streamlined. So it's like, you know where everything is.
1: Yeah. And it's just like easier when I was trying to get into like entertainment, which we'll talk about in a few. Um, it's one of the programs where it's like, the standard program as far as like the industry Mm -hmm. so it's still the standard i believe so yeah okay been the standard for a while that's pretty cool i mean not really because they're all on strike but i guess now yeah what's up with you yeah um before we get into that yeah i'm fine i'm extremely tired for two reasons one just because this week mainly um At work, at my new job and position, I'm still working part time, Mm -hmm. um, but it's a lot smaller than when I was at the call center. So it's a really easy job. There doesn't need to be more people, but there's only three of us. And one of my coworkers is out because she had surgery. She'll be out for the month. So I've been going in and working extra hours to just, you know, Help and honestly, just to make some money. Mm-hmm. So that's been tiring. And then before we started recording, I was telling feast that my best friend, Precious, I've mentioned her on here before, but her mom, she does my hair and she's also is like really into cooking and she's trying to get like a catering business started. So last night, her mom threw her sister a surprise party. Aww. I forgot how older sister was throwing like, or not throwing, turning. Guys, I told you I'm tired. So excuse me if I start mis saying words and stumbling a lot more. I think she turned like 35. But anyway, I helped out. At first, it was just for like volunteer work. I didn't think I was going to be like part of her team. It seems like after the night, she's trying to get like an actual team she may want me on. So I at least got paid for my work. Oh, but good. I am tired from that because like I worked like I helped in the kitchen, set up the food that they made you know, being a, basically a server. I was a server. <laughs> and since I'm friends with them and been friends with them for a while, like afterwards, when everyone left, you know, I stayed, I helped, I cleaned. Mm-hmm. Even when the other girls um, left, I followed them to their house and like help them unpack everything. So it was fun. Um, And if she wants me to help her get this business off, I'm more than willing to, especially now that I know I'm getting paid. Like I could use the extra money. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It also goes into like hospitality, which I went to school for, which is interesting. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just tired from that because I didn't get home till around midnight and then I didn't go to sleep until around 1, one thirty because it takes me a long time to sleep and all that. And then I woke up at seven this morning and then went grocery shopping because I had no food. Although she gave us a lot of food. That's one good thing because she cooks and she feeds us. So I ate food there and then I took a lot of food home because there's still a lot of food left.
0: Okay. That's good though. Are the grocery yeah. store is like close by your area or do you have to like drive out? No, there's like an Aldi's like
1: 10 to 15 minutes away from where I live. So, okay. It's not that bad. Yeah.
0: I personally really like Aldi's, but even them. Do you have an Aldi's in your area? Yeah, we do. Do you shop there? Mm-hmm. Does yours have self-checkout now? Because mine yes, has self-checkout. It does. Okay. I
1: was wondering if it was all of them or just certain amount of them. I don't know how I feel about that. Because it's also one of the things where they're like, you know taking jobs away from us i mean i don't know about your Aldis, but mine already barely really had like registers like yeah. cashiers it was usually only one person if they needed backup the people from the floor will come mm. and help like with backup but now it's really just one person at a register and the rest are self-checkout and maybe one extra one in case it gets too busy i just thought that was interesting though
0: actually now that i think about it you're right they'd always keep at least for, like, the one at Mo- that's closer to me, they always have, like, the one all the way in the corner open where you can do, like, returns or whatever. And then it's, like, the self-checkout. Like, you have an associate just monitoring the self-checkout area. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, other than that, the registers are closed.
1: Yeah, like, the person who is at the only open register is also manning the self-checkout, at least at my Aldi's. Yeah. So...
0: Well, that's quite interesting, though, because Aldi is already like a really tiny space as it is for like a grocery store. And then, yeah, but I wonder if they compensate for that by putting more people in the back or like doing the floor? See, I don't know. And I almost,
1: before I got my job at the call center, applied to work there and I know I got an interview, but then it was one of those things where like, I had the interview, I thought it was going well. And then I didn't hear back from like two months. And then two months later when I got a job, they're like, oh, we denied your application. Well, obviously I figured (laughs) that after two weeks, maybe the one week that I didn't get hired. I hate when
0: they do that. Yeah. At least be upfront. Like when I was applying for like teaching jobs, The principal would be like, if you don't hear back from us um, within like a week or so, then just assume that you did not get the job. Just assume
1: you didn't get it. (laughs) Yeah. But don't like contact me three months later telling me I didn't get it. I'm like, obviously.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah.
1: Especially when it's jobs like retail or something like that. Like the turnover rates are pretty high. So Mm -hmm. if I didn't hear back within a week, then I know I didn't
0: get it. It's actually really crazy in Orlando because like, um, My mom and I, where did we go? We went to a home gardens, I think it was. Do you know the store home gardens? Home gardens? No, I know. It's typically uh, like attached to like a TJ Maxx. That's called home goods. I'm sorry, not home gardens. That's what I was about to say. I was like,
1: I know a home goods. I don't know a home gardens. My mind is (laughs) everywhere today. Sorry. We both are. Should we be recording today? Because we seem to both be a little delusional. Right. It's called delirious. It's delulu nowadays. College. That's the term. What is that thing I keep seeing on TikTok? Something about being delulu. <laughs> I can't recite it because I can't think of it right now. But it's been funny. I understand to a certain extent.
0: Yeah. Where was I going with this? Oh,
1: I don't know. Where were you going? Oh yeah. To? So we
0: went to HomeGoods last week, and like right as you come, like get in through the automatic doors. There's like this little stand, and on it is like if you're looking for like a job or an interview, just contact one of the associate. The associates for like an immediate interview for hire and i'm like wow oh interesting and that was the first time i've ever seen that i'm like they must be desperate for like they employees have to be.
1: not even to manager just like the associates
0: yeah it's like just contact an associate well to get a manager to do the interview to get a manager yeah. okay
1: that's still interesting though yeah because usually especially like when i worked retail and people will come in, you know, looking for jobs. It was at the point where we just tell them to go online Mm -hmm. because no one takes paper applications anymore.
0: But I don't know, like things, the whole job scene here has been pretty interesting because you still have like Dunkin' Donuts putting out, oh, we're hiring signs, $11 plus tips, which by the way, what is the minimum wage for Florida right now? I think it is 11. I think it's, Is it 11? Because I was still under the impression it's still 10. No, I think it is 11. Let me double check. I know
1: they've been slowly increasing it to try to get it to 15, if I'm correct. My
0: bad. It's 12. Oh, is it 12 now? Effective September 30th. So currently it's 11, but by the end of the month, it'll be 12. Okay. See,
1: that's why I hate restaurants. And that's why last time we talked about getting rid of tipping culture, because they can still start it under the minimum wage and make up mm-hmm. for it with the tips.
0: But I'm just thinking, how would you tip a Dunkin Donuts worker? Like, what are you tipping them for?
1: They always have like a bowl at the front, like if the service was good, if they're just really nice. And then I think even the people at the front also make the stuff. So
0: mm. But do they really make the stuff, though?
1: Yes. Have you never
0: gone inside
1: a Dunkin' Donuts before the feast?
0: I have. But sometimes like the food just never seems fresh to me. So I don't know, I guess.
1: No, I'm not talking about the food. Yes. The food most of the time is like frozen and they just like heat it up or warm it up. I'm mostly talking about the coffee. Oh, they make the uh, coffee. Oh, yeah. They yeah, don't yeah. make the food. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I meant. Mm.
0: But yeah, it's just been like really crazy as far as like, Jobs are concerned because nobody wants to do retail and people most definitely want to do fast food.
1: I don't blame them because people are assholes. Yeah. If people didn't treat service workers as terrible, I'm sure like people wanting to work these jobs wouldn't be as bad. Not even just customers treating them badly, but also bad management. And when you have both of those together in a place, that's just yeah does it toxic work environment detrimental to your mental health like
0: honestly I feel like it doesn't even matter if like the customers or whatever are like nasty I think it's like very very important though like your team that you work with are like solid because good co-workers I promise you make the day so much better
1: yeah I'm like that too I was like that at my first like actual real job at Kohl's which is a retail store if no one knows I mean, my coworkers were really cool, especially my one manager. But when my one like really awesome manager left, that's when I knew it was going. I needed to bounce, and I always said that to him too. I was like, Matt, you know, the one day you leave or get transferred, a majority of us are probably going to leave. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. It was <laughs> exactly what happened. I also put in my application to go to school at the right time because the only reason I left that job was to go to school to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then that was kind of like the call center too. I mean, both was just stressful and my coworkers were fine, but it was just like the management that really made me leave, especially when I kept asking to like get more hours for money. <laughs> and they kept saying they're going to, and then didn't, but it was just like other stuff too. Like when any of us had like a, complaint about how we're doing things and try to put in suggestions to make things better and easier for all of us. Like they wouldn't listen to us. Yeah. So that's another thing too, It's not only just like cool, like coworkers, it's also just like management because you can only trauma bond with your coworkers right. at work to a certain right. extent in either way, whether it's with the customers or with management. So my dad did also mention last week, he made a comment where I, he said, I seen a lot more relaxed with my new position. Yeah, it's so good. It's not a position I want forever because it's really that simple. I would really like to get out of healthcare. See, we have, if anyone doesn't realize this, this is a ramble episode, but it's funny because Brianna, who we've had on the show before that we're trying to get on the show, um, she had tweeted about like not knowing if she just hates working in general or just,
0: what did she say? Something
1: about work. Like, does she hate working? Or does she? Hate? I'm gonna to try to find it because it was interesting. And I replied back, and I'm like, I think I just hate like working, but I also really just need to get a job out of like any type of customer or guest service. Yeah. Um, but that's also hard because those type of jobs you need like ten different qualifications. And like I just said, I'm not tech savvy.
0: You need to have three years of experience right out of college. How are you gonna do that?
1: Which is not realistic. And I really wish he's. Freaking boomers would understand that it's not like their time yes. where they can just get out of college and go get a job and then work their way up. It's not like that anymore. We keep telling them that. Yeah. Not only that, it's at a point where those people that moved up can't even afford to retire because things are still so goddamn expensive. Yes. So we're all stuck here. Instead of playing the blame game, let's try to find a way to help each other
0: out. Yeah. At my school. It's so, it's so sad, but like the custodial, like staff, many of them are like elderly people. I'm going to say elderly because they definitely are elderly. Like they, they, when you look at them, they look, you look, they look like they need to be retired, but they're, they're out here working. And I'm just like, oh my goodness.
1: I don't think I've ever been to any type of school where the custodial was not anyone older, younger than 50.
0: And it's like, so, sir, ma'am, why are you working? Go break. Because, because they, they can't. Do. Because
1: they can't afford to retire. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of their social security as well. So it's like...
0: Look, if they get rid of their, so they better not because that there's that's a huge chunk out of my paycheck. I want that back. Listen, girl,
1: again, I don't really get into politics, but they've, especially once I've been talking about that for much or for a long time, I found the tweet. So she had said, I really just think I hate working. I know that's not an unpopular opinion but like damn I straight up in all caps hate working and then I told her I was like felt that in my soul no matter how many times I switch jobs I end up hating it months later I just hate working period but like we also need money to survive yeah and then that's when I told her like as I told you I think I just need to get out of customer service service jobs but I don't know where to start with my lack of experience because people don't like to hire you if you don't have experience, but how am I going to get experience if you don't let me work to gain the experience? You, you guys see how like round in a circle yeah. that sounds? When you say it out loud, it don't make sense, but that's the messed up system we live in. Right. So what am I going to do about it?
0: What type of job are you looking for? And that's the thing.
1: I also don't know either right yeah. now. I'm just chilling and working what I do because it's so easy. I am basically just like an operator at this point, And I'm just chilling most of the time, trying to study up on my Korean, go on my TikTok, all that. How much should they
0: pay you an hour? I had to take a
1: pay cut from the call center. So it's sixteen
0: twenty five. Okay. Yeah. That's actually still not bad though.
1: No, it's not. And I'm sure it'll go up if I'm still there by next year because at that place you get a raise mm. every year. However, I don't know. How much
0: was the call center paying you?
1: Well, when I started it
0: was $16 but then
1: my year it went up to 1650 Mm -hmm. um and I don't know what this new position because I'm still in the same company so I don't know if my year is going to be when I started the call center which was in January Mm -hmm. or when I got this new position which was back in May I have a feeling it might be in May we will see but okay yeah
0: but I mean actually it's not that big of a pay, pay cut then It's just a few. It was like 25 cents, but my
1: hours also got cut a little bit. And also with the call center, because I had worked weekends sometimes. And at certain times when you work after seven, you got like time and a half. So that was making my paychecks yet. Yeah. Seem more. So that's the only reason why I lost some money. Like, I know it went down about $100 realistically because I don't work weekends anymore or after 7 p.m.
0: But you make up for that by being more relaxed, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so sad. Like, I have to sacrifice my mental health or money.
0: Welcome to the club, girl. Welcome to the club. Adulting. But I know as much as I complain about, like, teaching and stuff, I feel like teaching is a pretty solid gig if you're just trying to, like, you know, get yourself situated because one, you get all the benefits for full time. Two, you get every single holiday off. But the one downfall is like, if you know you're not a kid's person, then it might not be for you. And I'm not a kid's person. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> As we have said many, many, many
0: times. And the thing is, you need to have a lot of patience and a lot of understanding, especially when you're trying to teach the younger ones. When I mean mm. younger, I mean, oh well, yeah, younger. Because like so far, I've like I told you, like I've only taught seniors and fourth grade before pen. I taught fourth grade before the pandemic. And that was that was a blast. Love the kids could be better <laughs> students. But yeah, it just requires a lot of patience in general. Twelfth graders this better. But in a sense, it's like a different type of patience, like great kids. They'll listen to you. But like trying to get them to turn and work is like trying to pull teeth. Like, oh, my goodness. But I was yeah. also going to ask you because I think
1: for me anyway. I just don't think I'm good at like at teaching that does take a skill that people don't realize. Um besides the kids, I'm not sure how I would deal with the parents, especially if you have an unruly kid mm-hmm. and has one of those parents that sees that they can do no wrong and blames you for their behavior. I don't know if I'd be able to handle that.
0: So, I am I think I'm very fortunate because the school I, that I work at um The support system as far as regarding that particular concern is like quite strong because like they're not going to be, they're not quick to blame the teacher for things because they know that the background the kids come from, like it's, it's pretty obvious. Like there could be situations like that, but typically this is actually the first year where I've actually interacted with parents more often just because a lot of these kids are, have ADHD and they like need their meds and things like that because Mm -hmm. I saw what they were like without their meds and I'm like, and I actually had to contact a parent. Um, and just tell them like, your child is not sitting down. (laughs) Like the only thing left for them to do is just bounce off the walls. Like that's crazy. It's been, but no, the parents have been very, very open. They've been actually very, they've been very good about it. They're like, okay, just keep me updated. If you have any issues with the kid, um, I'll talk to him regarding this, this, and that. So no issues there. Um, but again, it really just depends on the community that you're teaching in and the school that you're teaching in because i know it's different if you go to like a private school or if you go to like a public school in a much more diverse area so
1: i think that was something brianna used to tell us too because she taught more in a private school so she would get that a lot she always
0: had issues with parents because of like the the teacher student teacher dynamic and all that and the type of school that she taught in was
1: one of those more like prestigious type schools exactly
0: but, you know, at least I'm like, I'm grateful for where I am. Yeah, it's not this. I'm not teaching the same grade, but it's I guess it's better in a way because I can actually discipline them and they'll actually take it seriously. Like if I tell them to put their phones away, which, by the way, is now like a district wide rule, like the kids cannot have their phones out from the start of school until the end, like at any point throughout the day, they cannot have it out. Not even during like lunch, lunch or headphones. Hmm. Headphones is more based off of the teacher's discretion, but like cell phones for sure cannot be out.
1: I'm going to be so honest. (laughs) I know cell phones can be distracting. And maybe, again, this is coming from someone who does not have children or work at a school. I don't know how I feel about that, especially as we've seen through the recent years of things that have been happening at schools. And yes, I am talking about school shootings. So it's like I don't know how comfortable I feel to not have at least one child to have their phones in case not even just to call their parents no, they
0: can have it they just can't have it out like it can be in their bag and stuff
1: oh so it can be Get on them. them they don't have to put it somewhere no, no, no. Of, like where they can't reach no, no, it. No, no
0: they can have it on them it just cannot be out visibly
1: okay so i will retract that then because <laughs> i thought like there were f- you guys were physically taking the kit the oh. f- Phones away from the kids. You,
0: really, you would have heard about it on the news for sure if that was the case. Are you sure? Because
1: sometimes they they'll be reporting about everything. So
0: they had a whole petition on Instagram, and like a good three thousand kids and parents have signed it because of the no phone policy. About
1: taking their phones away, or
0: yeah, about like having the phones being put away throughout the entire day.
1: Mm. I mean, I understand that as well too, because it's like, what if a parent needs to contact their kid in case like an emergency. They can do it the old
0: school way and contact the front office, mm. which is honestly, cause I, I get that perspective where like, okay, the parent needs to reach their child, like in an emergency, but like that happens often, like a lot where the, where the parent is the one texting the kid in the middle of class and the kid has to answer it in the middle of class. And they'll say it's an emergency, but it's not really an emergency. It's like, oh, can you bring my uniform for after school and things like that? But like, It becomes really distracting when you're trying to teach. I understand that. So it's like, just go to the front office, please. They'll they'll let you talk to your kid. I promise.
1: Okay. I mean, that makes me feel a little bit better now. So I was thinking it was something else, but that's why I was like, maybe it's because I don't work at a school or with children. So I don't really know. Mm -hmm. But now that you cleared that up for me, it's not too bad. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. Even I wouldn't have agreed with it if they were like not allowed to have it on them because like that's dangerous. Anything can happen especially nowadays. So and like, I'm always paranoid, too, because because I'm not even in the same classroom, like the building that I'm in the classroom that I am, the door doesn't even lock properly. And it doesn't have like a window. Oh. And like, so What's with
1: all- sorry, it's like what is with all these places be putting people in like windowless, only one exit
0: facilities, right? No, like I have like a window that looks out into the road but like the door itself has to have a window mine does not have a window so if I open the door I don't really know who I'm opening the door to that's scary and unsafe that is scary and it is unsafe and I told them before school started I would really like this fixed has that happened no No, because everyone takes like
1: the longest time to do anything like me and my coworker this past week when we came back from Labor Day weekend we've been fighting with IT because our phones aren't working and the co-worker who's not there's phone's only been working so we've been having to get up when the phone rings and answer her phone so we can do our jobs but we haven't been able to do other aspects of our jobs and it's basically like every time we call it it's just not of an importance so it's like glad to know you're doing your job
0: and it's like i understand you have like 50 million things to do on a school campus i get that but like this is a safety concern you know Yes. So it's like, you can't really just ignore And they did come for like, cause the first, at first my door was not even locking. And so I had like five different people try it because if I say the door's not locking and when they come, it locks it, I look like a liar. So you kind of have to protect it. It's so much politics for really stupid things. Yeah, I know. And so like, I had the security guard try it. And then I had the lady who gave me the keys, try it. And then... They're like, oh, no, yeah, you actually have to get this fixed. And so the guy that came uh, to fix it, he's like, oh, yeah, the barrel um, was messed up or something. So they changed it, but it's still happening. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I'll be sending a follow up email because it's been a little bit more than a month now. So there's really no reason for them to say, oh, yeah, we're busy, blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, you'll always be busy, you know.
1: But that also can go with our continuation of, like, countrywide of being short staffed. So I don't know if your school is having a short staffing issue or not. I know with us, like, when I was talking about the phones, the IT is, so.
0: Here's the thing, Simone. When you work for a district, when you work for a district, you're not poor. You You understand what I'm saying? Like you can send people to work on the roof. You can send people to work on this, this, and that, but you can't find anyone to fix a door. Being poor doesn't have to deal with the short staffing. It has no, I'm saying be- they can outsource their needs. Is what I'm saying, right? But if
1: they outsource other places and those places are also short staffed, that doesn't really have to do with being
0: poor. Well, yeah, not every place is going to be short staffed though.
1: Mm, a lot of them are though. Mm-hmm. Not every place, but a majority of them are.
0: I don't buy it. There's a lot of businesses here that they can reach out to. I don't. And if it's, and especially if it's for a school related thing, I'm pretty, and if you pay them well, I'm pretty sure they'll make time.
1: I also don't know how that works as far as like you were saying the politics of it, as far as like who they can reach out to and who they can. Is there certain type of contracts? Like Could be. There could be like a contract. The people they reach out to don't work out to where they can't work for them. Things like that. Yeah. That's why sometimes I'm trying to get better at not talking about or ranting about stuff so much, especially if I'm not that knowledgeable, because there's so much that goes into like the littlest things that we see right. that we don't know about. So I really don't know. I know it's annoying, but at the same time... No, I get what you're
0: saying, but, like, it's not... What I'm trying to say is it's not hard to find somebody to do a job if it needs to be done.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's true, too, because, like we say, there's so many people that want to be working, and why won't they let them work? Who freaking knows? Yeah. I just don't. I don't get it. I mean, I do.
0: But I'm complaining about my specific example, though, not in general. I know. I know. Yeah.
1: But... I do hope you get your door fixed. I
0: do too. It's such a stupid thing, right, to be ranting about. It's just like, you would think, like, that's one of the first things you would check before you assign somebody a room. But I guess not. No. I mean, other than that,
1: though, have you been okay? So as far as good?
0: Yeah, I've been okay. And I've been thinking that maybe I might leave teaching too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Not because I don't like it. It's just because like, I've always like, I've been telling you, I don't know if I've told you or not, but like, I've always wanted to do medicine. And so I just switch back to that. I
1: think you went to school for that, right? Yeah, I
0: originally went to school for that. But then um, because of the pandemic and everything, I switched over to teaching because that was like the quickest way to get a full-time job. Yeah. Because I thought you were studying for that when I met you. Yeah, correct? I was studying for that. I still am studying for that. So, yeah, I kind of want to switch back to that. And I just feel like the more I lean into this, the less I'll be able to do that. If that makes sense.
1: No, it does. It's just kind of ironic because we were, weren't you just saying like not even a couple of minutes ago, even in this episode and this recording, how much you love teaching? I
0: do. It was, but it wasn't something I wanted to do like immediately. I wanted to do it like after I became established and all that. I get that. Yeah. But like, it's not like I'll completely leave it. Like I'll probably do like two what I actually really want to do is online teaching because I really liked that back when we first Mm -hmm. had to do it in COVID because you you don't have to deal with the shenanigans of a classroom and you can just focus on teaching. So if that possibility does exist for me, I would like to do that. If not, I might just work for another year or two and then like, like slowly shift back. I mean, I'm sure you can
1: find something, especially with online teaching. And that'd be really cool. Like if you get your degree too, and when you get your it, this experience in your field, it'd be good for like colleges, mm-hmm. depending on what you yeah. study for. Like you could teach an online class in colleges. Yeah.
0: Oh, did I tell you? I teach uh, I teach ESOL now. I don't know what that is. Um, English. Oh. Yeah, so Weren't you teaching physics last year? I taught physics last year. This year I'm teaching environmental science in the daytime and then in the afternoons. I'm teaching ESOL or like English to intermediate like adult students at the technical college
1: oh okay interesting how's that going for you
0: I love it oh my goodness yeah. I think actually if I stick with teaching I might just do adults like teach in like a college setting hmm.
1: what is your like range as far as like the background of the people like what is their so most they're mostly the first Hispanic okay. and Asian yeah Oh, Asian. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting the Hispanic,
0: but... Yeah, it's Asian and Hispanic people mostly. I have one person. You're saying Haitian? Yeah, Haitian with an H.
1: I heard Asian. I have one <laughs> so Asian. I was like,
0: what? I have <laughs> one Chinese person. And then... Okay, so Hispanic, Haitian. Yeah, and... And you're one Chinese student. One Chinese student. And then I have another one from... She from Yugoslavia, somewhere like that. In that region. That's like some, somewhere in like Europe, near Russia, yes. right? Yeah, it's like in that region. I forgot the name of his country. Um, but yeah, so they're the two outliers, but it's still relatively diverse. That's pretty cool. But yeah. But you know what really shocked me, though, is that a lot of the Haitian people can also speak Spanish. I'm like, wow. I thought in
1: Haitian,
0: it was French, no? Yes, or am I yes, of... yes. It's, okay. yeah, they... Um, Their language is more French based. It is French based. Yeah. Um, But it like it shocked me because a lot of them speak Spanish very fluently. And I'm like, oh, wow. What
1: is, aren't, well, I mean, they're, I mean, I I don't think their countries get along, but aren't they neighbors with the Dominican Republic? What does the Dominican Republic speak? Is that not Spanish? That is Spanish, yeah. Okay.
0: Mm. So that would make sense. I suppose, but I don't know. I guess in my mind, I just felt like they only spoke Creole. Um, or Haitian Creole, yeah.
1: No, I'm pretty sure the United States is the only country where if you're born here you only One speak language. English. I am pretty <laughs> sure everywhere else you would speak at least two. two. Languages. One of them could be English, but it's at least two of something. Right.
0: And the thing is, like these 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 students are like very, very smart. Because they were either like a policeman back in their place or they were they were just doing something and they came here. Um, and now the only barrier for them really is just the language other than that, like they have the credentials and everything. So it's like, really, it's kind of inspiring. I'm not even going to lie. It's like, if they can work that hard after a long day and come to school to actually learn and actually pay attention and do the work, it's like, what am I doing with my life? Like you really are forced to think about it. Like, it's so, so amazing. I mean, everyone's life is different, so
1: Try not to compare too much.
0: And not only that, they go right back to work after they finish, like, at the school. I'm like, hats off to you. Yeah. Hats off to you. That just shows you, like, if you have the motivation to learn and do what you need to do, you can do it. Oh, wow.
1: Motivation and
0: will. Yeah. Willpower. I think willpower more than everything, more than anything.
1: Yeah. I want to say resources, too, but I'm not really sure about that. Because resources, as far as, like, privilege to access of resources Mm -hmm. does help. But I mean, there's also been stories where people, like we're saying, if you have the willpower enough to find those resources or use the lack of resources they have to work with what they're given. So I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can't speak for every student situation, but I know for the ones in my class, like in the evenings, like they really are pushing every minute of the day. And I had one student tell me the other day that he's working two full-time jobs. How do you do that? I I asked him the same thing. I'm like, how are you? How are you doing this? He's like, I'm not getting any sleep. I'm like, naturally. Yeah, naturally. (laughs) So yeah, like, so this is basically his schedule. He starts at 9 a.m., comes back at 7, right? And then his night job starts at 9 p.m. or like 10 p.m. And he works till 7 in the morning. I'm like, sir, I understand you need to work, but like, you also have to take care of yourself. And, and like, cause if you are not healthy, they're not going to care. They're just going to find somebody else. He's like, yeah, I know. It's not going to be a long-term thing, but just for now, I'm like, yeah, health comes first though. Cause yeah. money is good, but Less that health. health hmm.
1: Yeah. I see what he means by no sleeping. He barely even has time to do four hours. Yeah. That in between is not even long enough to get like a good nap in. Yeah.
0: Cause the thing was he recently, he used to be like present like every day and then he just recently stopped coming every now and then so the classes are like three days a week so he'd show up like two or maybe one and so like one of the students asked him and I kind of like popped in on the conversation and then that's when he just told me like his schedule like that is crazy that is crazy i wish people
1: didn't have to work like that to survive though
0: i know i know i mean this is so sad
1: greedy ass corporations do we want to talk about what we initially was going to talk about this episode we rambled for a very very long time i know this whole concept is to ramble but, but yeah i
0: don't know what do you want to do
1: you're the one who asked me i mean if we okay. get to it we
0: can get to it but like
1: okay yeah well, let's get to it now since I brought it up. So actually, yeah,
0: since we're talking about working.
1: Yes, because I was shocked. Um, just to let y'all know, I'm exposing the feast a little bit. I'm usually the first one to contact her about episodes and recording. And this time, maybe because I was a little MIA, because I was busy myself, she contacted me. So I was like, mm-hmm. What? Am I in an alternate universe? No, I'm joking, but yes. (laughs) I was actually going to comment. I'm like,
0: look how the tables have turned for this weekend. They
1: have. So she wanted to talk about what I've been ranting about the past, since it started. Actually, I think I've been talking about what's been happening with the writers even before they officially went on
0: strike. You have. Yeah. But you always, you always did a good job of containing yourself, I guess I could say. Cause you'll like touch on it, but then you wouldn't like go full into like what was actually going on.
1: Cause I mean, things were still happening. And like I said, myself, I'm still trying to research what's happening just so I can keep up. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, just go ahead and say this now too, before we get to the topic. Um, I think the old reason I wasn't contacting you as well is because a lot of our contact now has to do with like reviewing TV shows and movies. Oh, yeah. And like, I know we do mainly international shows and like mainly Korean ones. Cause we have tried to do ones like from American, which don't get that much listened surprisingly. Really? I don't even think our falling Christmas one that we did last year is even at like 10 listens. So. I had a
0: feeling that wouldn't get <laughs> much though. For some reason I just knew.
1: Yeah. But I'm just saying like in general, I know it's like international content, but like I don't want to feel like I'm still doing this and like disrespecting in a way the writers and actors like not wishes, but like for people to at least the public to take them seriously. So like the corporations, I mean, they have their own greed to get by for that, but to also take them seriously and their demands. Um, but we also don't make like money from this we're not paid by like any sponsorships or like corporations. Right. So we wouldn't be scabbing. I don't, I know you don't know what scabbing means. Scabbing basically means like crossing the picket line. And by crossing the picket line is like taking payment, um, for any type of entertainment, like content. So like doing any type of promotions, if we were like influencers, cause that's what a lot of influencers right now are getting in trouble with. like signing up to like do any type of production work since you're not part of the union so like you don't have to follow the union rules things like that so i don't know i've been i've been conflicting internally on that for the past two weeks actually probably since our last episode so i know we're small like i said um Thank you for the people who also listen to us. I'm going to say that. Also, I don't think the feast knows this, but thank you to whoever rated us some stars on Spotify and Apple music. It's only two stars, but it made me cry a little. I'm like, oh, people actually really are listening to us. They gave us five stars. So we appreciate it. Oh, thank you so
0: much. But
1: yes, because I want to stand in solidarity with them. So like I said, I wanted to do this. And another thing too, because I don't think you listen to our episodes, do you? Not really. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you don't.
1: Of course you don't. Um, It's fine though. I, so I did a PSA on the very last one. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but you had brought up at the beginning, why they won't just look for other jobs. Mm -hmm. And I had a hard time like answering you. So like when I was editing back, I kind of answered you. I don't want to say it, that question triggered me, but it did bring up something in me because I had always heard that as a Mm -hmm. kid, as I've expressed many times, I used to want to work as an industry in this industry, whether it was like a writer an actor and director. So like, you know, when you go a majority of your life, not even really living in the cities where like, that accessibility to get into that industry is that easily accessed Mm -hmm. and like being told i mean that's fine for now but make sure like when you get older get realistic and like look for a real job
0: kind of did something to me oh like what is the definition of real in this sense yeah Yeah. or just
1: like a job because i mean i really hate how people downplay what they do they're doing work and getting compensation for that. Is that not the definition of a job? It is. Exactly. So why do people keep saying what they do is not a job? <laughs> not just you, but.
0: Th- is that what I said? Or did I say, why aren't they looking for a different job?
1: You asked, why aren't they looking for a different job? But I had also brought up, tried to, um, well, I don't know if I told you this, but even in, while they were working before the strike, I'm, many of them do have second, second or third, or third, third jobs yeah. to survive. So a lot of them are doing jobs like we're doing, like the retail, grocery shopping, Uber, whatever you can think Mm of.
0: Um, I just lost my train of thought. You're talking about real jobs, like why people ask, why they don't do it. Oh
1: Yes. But it's also hard because I don't know how if you know how many people work in these industries, but say it's like roughly 100,000 people. It's not possible or realistic for like those 100,000 of people to find other jobs in like the two or three months that they're waiting.
0: So are they all in California? All these writers? California and New No, California and New York. Okay, that's where the majority of them are.
1: There's a there's a East there's an East Coast writers guild and there's a West Coast writers guild. I think California though is just taking kids because that's technically oh and I think Atlanta too because Atlanta have, over the past couple of years have became a hot spot for like um filming movies and TV shows. But I know since LA, since like the beginning of Hollywood was always like the main base and they're taking the biggest hit. Cause that's where all the major like corporations mm-hmm. and studios are. Um, and then like I told you last episode, it's not just the actors and writers that are on strike currently. I'm pretty sure like hotel workers are still on strike. There's another, there was other strikes that were happening too that had to deal with just like city work, like, Sewage work or like housing work, things oh, yeah, like there that.
0: There was another one. Yes. And then yeah.
1: um I know when I complain about animation, the voice actors are trying to get some type of union so they can go on strike. Um, because they're also underpaid and underrepresented. The VFX people that make like special effects for movies, mm-hmm. like think like Marvel movies and all that, they are trying to get an authorization to go on strike. They are also very underpaid. It's just no one is paying these people. Who would they get
0: authorization from?
1: I don't know how that works. I think they have to put it like legal. I don't really know what authorization means. I think they have to like put in legal reasoning to like the government of why they should be a union. Hmm. So they need to form a union first, oh, like and why? when they form okay. the I union, because they they don't have a union right now. They're trying For to like
0: a legitimate reason of why you think you need one. Like you need that type of protection. Yes. Okay. Makes sense.
1: Yes. Why the union that type of protection. So first they're trying to at least just build a union. Mm. And once they get the union, then they can go on strike.
0: Oh, no, but I'm glad you brought that up because with that question, I wasn't trying to like offset what they were trying to do. Yeah. And I know you weren't. I said that too. I guess like what I was trying to say was like, while all of this is happening, I think my point was like, make like, If they were doing a different job, it would kind of send a message that these corporations are not as important without them. So, like, basically just to show, like, they'll be fine whether the corporation exists or not. Does that make sense? It does, but... It's like, it's a long shot type thing, but, like, yeah. I'm going to be so
1: fucking honest. I think a lot of these CEOs' heads are still farther asses. They can't see that because they're still trying to find ways... Do not pay these people, as we know from the CEO. You know,
0: Warner Bros. has seen it because I was reading an article um, and apparently they lost like because of the strike, they lost. um, They normally make like 800 million. Let me let me go to the website, actually, so I'm not misquoting.
1: I think I know what you're talking about. So
0: according to CNN.com, according to CNN, Warner Bros. Discovery says actors and writers strikes will cost up to five hundred million dollars this year. So they already lost three hundred million. Okay. So they do see that it's a problem, but what they're doing, um, nothing. <laughs> yeah.
1: It has been announced that Disney and Hulu are literally raising their prices again. What? With no new content. Did you not know that Disney Plus is going? I think seventeen ninety nine. Let me let me search Why? this up because it's, that that's been the talk this whole week. Not only that, I don't know what cable. Do you have cable? No. I haven't okay, had cable so in like. Because
0: years years
1: well because of the um apartment complex we live in and just cuz my dad um I'm not trying to call him old um but he still likes his cable let's say it like that so yeah. we have spectrum have you not heard that disney has pulled their programming from spectrum no they pulled abc they pulled espn i don't even know if disney's on spectrum anymore i don't turn on the spectrum app to see I wouldn't be surprised if the Disney Channel's not on there anymore because they were trying to raise prices. So so what is on cable? I mean, everything else like Nickelodeon. I'm just talking about what Disney owns. They have pulled their programming from. So that means
0: National Geographic is probably not on there either.
1: You know what? I actually don't know. I would have to check. Because, you know, Disney owns basically everything (laughs) now.
0: Yeah, they have their own National Geographic on Disney Plus. So I wouldn't be surprised at that
1: wanted to give an update because we recorded this a while ago. So all the channels that I had said were off a of spectrum like ESPN and ABC are back on spectrum. Why? Because I think they realized they were way too dumb to try to take these programs away, especially before the start of football season. And everybody knows, even if you don't live in America, how important football season is to some of these people. So they straightened up and put them back on Spectrum. They really tried it. They must have came to some agreement. I don't think the prices went up like Disney was trying. Um, But yeah, that was a very interesting like week or two. It was off. Listen, all I'm trying to say is remember all those times I tried to hold back to talk about why I always thought Disney was so evil. Most of it was coming from because we reside in Florida and I grew up in Florida, so I have been around disney world and just the experience that i know of disney world especially when i went to the college i went to and a lot of the students i worked with work for disney
0: or universal
1: or universal or just the theme parks in general but i'm mostly talking about disney because people talk about disney and the way people are finally starting to wake up It's just been making me happy, okay? It's just been making me happy. Oh my
0: goodness, how will that affect Marvel then? Because a lot of Marvel movies are on there too. On what? Disney, Disney Plus and all that. Well, I'm talking about cable right now. I'm not talking about the app. But I'm just saying, like in general, I wonder how that would play out with that franchise. I'm sure just like every other
1: franchise. (laughs) Not good right now. Hang on, I'm taking this pause because I'm trying to look this up for you so I can tell you the correct amount. Um, and this is for people who pay the subscriptions to not have ads. I don't think this affects the people that have ads. Oh, okay. Okay, so yes. So Hulu is to increase the price to seventeen ninety nine and Disney plus to increase the price to thirteen ninety nine starting October twelfth.
0: This is for no ads. Yes. But with ads it's the same?
1: I believe so, and I pay with ads but you know the whole point of when streaming started to become big was to be able to watch content without without ads ads. and people paid extra money to watch content without ads now they're putting ads in and making it like the prices you know increase for the people trying not to have ads so
0: how would that be different from cable then if I'm watching can Exactly, I-
1: exactly. <laughs> that is the whole point. Yeah. That is the whole freaking point. Because not only that, they're getting desperate, they're starting to pull content from other streaming services to other streaming services. A great example. Um, I like the show Insecure Insecure by Issa Ray for the longest time that was a HBO original, and since they changed to Max and Max original. Now it's on Netflix. Hmm. So that's what I mean. Like shows that used to be like exclusively on like one platform. They're now distributing it to other platforms to try to make up that money.
0: Yeah.
1: For the CEOs, not for the writers or the actors, because they're not seeing any of that payment. But
0: that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they passed like and this is like the longest running one since like 1980 something.
1: Was there another strike in 1980s? There were two, I think. Because I I know, at least our generation, we all know about the one with the writers that happened in like 2007, 2008, before the recession, but it didn't go past 100 days. And this is the first, not the first time, but this is like the second time writers and actors have been on strike. But I don't remember the year. Mm. What year was Ronald Reagan in?
0: Office, I want to say 1980s, but I could be wrong. That was the 80s, I think so. So, that was
1: probably the last time they both went on strike together because apparently Ronald Reagan used to be in the actors union. I didn't know he used to be an actor,
0: yeah. So, the longest writer's strike of all time lasted 154 days and took place in 1988.
1: Okay, because he was like the president apparently of the SAG
0: during that one, yeah. Apparently, in that one, people lost their homes. Because of how long it took and it cost the industry $500 million. I mean,
1: that's what they're trying to do now. That's what buy biker had said to bleed them out until they lose their homes. And I think some of them are saying it's getting to the point now to where they're in financial trouble, which I know there is a fund for them that some actors that are like a list have put in It's the least they can do to help people Mm -hmm. to get them to that status. Yeah. But that's wow, especially for the medical cause remember how last time I was telling you about the medical, like a lot of them don't make the the minimum for that. So a lot of people's health insurance are in trouble also, yeah, and I think in California, I was reading out they're trying to either get a law passed or something passed to help them to where because of the strike, they can build some type of like medical fund. Mm-hmm. Kind of like if you're like on unemployment, I think they're trying to get something like that. As far as I know, only in California for writers and actors who are going to lose their health insurance or don't have health insurance so they can still have it while they're on strike. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's going. I just remember hearing something about that.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, like you were saying, social media influencers, from what I'm reading on Forbes.com, they're also being affected, too. Like, if they accept work yeah, from SAG, AFTRA, like. SAG after, that's so you can Sag pronounce it. SAG after. Yeah. If they accept work from, like, blacklisted studios or streaming services during the strike, they will also be, like, affected too.
1: Uh, yeah, because I mean, that's not a good look, especially once the strike's over. And if you're trying to become an established actor, a majority of them are in the union. Yeah. So no one's gonna wanna work with you if they know you went against the union. Mm-hmm. And even some people in the union have been like kind of showing out. Like I know, I don't know if you ever used to watch the CW show Arrow. Yeah. The main actor on there, Stephen Mel, was in some hot water because he was basically saying how he was in like, because the vote to go on strike was almost unanimous. It was like 97%. And it seems like he was probably in that 3% that didn't want to go on strike. And he was at like a comic con basically complaining mm-hmm. about that. Like... Why they're on strike or like just because they're on strike, why he's not allowed to promote anything. Basically being a white man and being a baby and like, I can't get my way, so I need to complain. But they got him real quick because his publicist told him to go show up to one of the um, picket lines and he was there. He did not look happy, though. (laughs) But Someone told him, you need to shut your mouth if you ever want to keep working in this business.
0: That's funny. You were just talking about Disney. So apparently the CEO of Disney reacted to the news of like the Oppenheimer cast walking out during the premiere in U- the UK. He was like, uh, writers and it was Oppenheimer. Okay. I didn't know if
1: it was Oppenheimer. Or yeah. Harvey. According
0: to this, it was Oppenheimer during the uk premiere okay. so basically yeah he was saying that the writers and actors were not being realistic with their expectations
1: expectations of what wanting to live let's look
0: up how much he makes let's look up how much he makes it's
1: like i feel like i know it's like 34
0: million disney ceo salary and i could be understating that too
1: or maybe it's 300 million so he
0: earns one mil a year base one base mil. salary And apparently he also gets an incentive award of a target value of 25 million each year. It's like, what do you,
1: Hmm. I will just never understand and Maybe because I don't grew up in the world. Like, what is the point of hoarding all that wealth? Right. And again, what people keep saying, they're not even asking. The writers and actors are asking for like 0.3 of the portion that they make Mm -hmm. to be able to survive. It would not hurt them in the long run. No. Of the millions that they make.
0: No, 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 it would not.
1: They shouldn't be making that, in my opinion, but that's a conversation for another day.
0: I don't know. But like, you know, according to apparently Warner Bros tried to reach some sort of deal with them by increasing the pay by 20% and all that. But I don't think they took the deal. Yeah.
1: The one thing I will give the union up for is their what they're asking for they're really trying to stick with it so i'm happy they're not trying to. and honestly to. good
0: for them too because like exactly if they don't stick it out now they probably will not take them seriously ever and especially with ai that's going to be sticking around for sure
1: i am so glad you brought it up <laughs> because i was about to get into another rant where like i think i've said this before and it's getting more as i've kind of been getting more into music because I was never really a music head yeah. lately something about the music industry when you really look into it, it's just so dark-sided to where unless you're really in it I don't think the public will understand but it's also so dark-sided to where it's easy for them to silence you compared to like if you're an actor mm-hmm. or something um I think they also if there's any way possible for them to try to get a union they need to get on that and also go on strike because there was a point where I guess like Grammy nominations are about to be revealed soon and someone I don't even know if it was revealed too did it but someone had like put in an AI cover of Drake in the weekend like for a Grammy. And they were considering, like, letting it be a nomination. Really? Like, neither Drake nor The Weeknd sang it. It was an AI cover. I forgot what song or whose song it is originally. And they were almost about to let it until the CEO of the Grammys had to be like, we can't accept this. It was about to be, like, in consideration for a Grammy.
0: That is wild. Yes. The fact that the CEO had to step in and be like, guys, no, we cannot accept this music I don't know what y'all need to do
1: y'all might need to go on strike this is for American music honestly too this is for k-pop like I'm just gonna say it yeah. k-pop needs to go on strike I don't know how Korea works how their law works How easy to skip unions. And this is why I keep saying I need kids to stop debuting as idol groups because that's one reason they can get away with it. It's because they're so young. They don't know better. And they're signing contracts they don't understand, especially depending on like their parents, even if they try to let them be idols out of love to let them follow their dreams or if they're against it and cut off like contact with them completely. It's just a slippery slope it's really easy to manipulate people when they don't know what they're getting into. I've said this before. That's kind of how like Megan, that's why she was having so much problems with her label until she was finally able to leave Mm -hmm. them. I'm also bringing this up because that whole case with that one girl group that was starting to get popular from that song, Cupid 50 50, they had lost their case against their company and now they're basically stuck there. And then in my mind, I'm like, you know these girls don't want to work here regardless of anything that's coming out of like mistreatment and stuff it is very obvious if they try to well if yeah if they try to counter sue you they do not want to work with you anymore why don't you just let them yeah. go you're already in the process of trying to get a new girl group just focus on a new girl group even though i'm terrified for those new girls that you might get, but just let these ones either go on about their career, either continuing as like idols or just go back into the public. Like they don't want to be there. Let them go. What is it benefiting you to holding them onto the contract, ruining their lives, having them having to pay you all these debts and debts. They're probably in from the legal fees they had to do from a case they just lost. Like, I don't. I don't get it yeah. and it makes me so upset like I feel so bad for them and I know
0: nothing about these girls. It is sad and I think their only song was the that, that one, the Cupid song right? That one became popular
1: I believe they've had songs before but that one really like put them on the map like um. that especially because of TikTok so but they were still a fairly like new group I don't think they were around more than like a year um. or two so they were still very new. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and it's just like the continuation of like, like with New Jeans too. I was always worried about them. I like their music, um, but something about every time I see like them at fan signs and all I see are like grown ass man in their 30s and 40s, I really want to be like, please get away from yeah. these girls. Like, why are you here? Why are you here? You can't even use the excuse like my child likes them. Where's your child? <laughs> And it's you and 50 other (laughs) grown-ass men here. Where's your child? You should have brought your child here for them. Yeah. Stop being
0: creepy. Yeah, that is true. Especially since they actually look their age, too.
1: The youngest is what?
0: 15? How old is the oldest?
1: I don't think any more than 18. I don't know that much about new jeans. I still don't know all their names. I know none of them are older than 19, though. I think the oldest may be that one girl, Danielle. And I don't... She's either only just turned 18. I don't believe Mm -hmm. she's 19. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. At least
0: they're doing well. I don't know. They're doing well, though.
1: I mean, yeah, that's good for them. But still, again, I don't know. And then now, since we're on the music thing, because I don't know what's happening with hype. Like I said, no matter how much of a BTS fan I am, when it comes to corporations, I can still have my own opinions. And I know since they're trying to expand to like the American market, and Hybe America. I don't know what's going on with Scooter Braun. We all kind of side-eyed like when they announced he was going to be in charge of Hype America. Because. What I was reading through some articles is like the reason they chose him was because of the clients he managed at the time, like Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, a few more. And they're all like leaving his management. And there's confusion of like, are they leaving because he's not being a manager of artists anymore and he's focusing on being the CEO of Hybe America. So if he's a CEO, he can't like personally manage their careers, even though I don't know how well of a job he was doing. I don't think it was that great. Um, Or... Are they leaving because some shit about him is about to come out? I know
0: he got into it big with Taylor Swift, where she had to redo all of her songs that she made with him.
1: Yeah, I mean, but Demi Lovato's also doing that too. If you haven't noticed, she's taking like a more rock, yeah. like ass, with her music. But she's redoing old songs and just making them rock. But it's the fact that she's redoing them also makes me question: is she doing it for the payment thing as well? like Taylor Swift had to do. Oh,
0: no. But at least least we have, like, a common denominator, which is him that is the problem.
1: Yeah, if it is him. Like, if it's just him, I don't don't know. I don't know. It's just been interesting. It's just been interesting. I can't even get on here and try to talk about, like, BTS and get giddy, because that's probably going to set me on a whole other (laughs) rant. Um, Just because I know online spaces and, like, real life be different... But every time I get online and just be seeing the way this fandom has been lately, has been making me want to pull my hair right.
0: out. Oh, uh, what happened lately? I haven't just been following Girl,
1: what hasn't happened lately? I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I also don't know where to start because it's already just been talked about. So I don't know if I want to bring them up just for my own sanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could tell you recently, recently, um, people won't leave Drunk Hook alone. Apparently, he was in California. And I don't know if it's stock or fans or, because, you know, our paparazzi and like the paparazzi culture is different here than like over mm-hmm. in Korea. Um, but people are getting on him because someone had recorded him outside smoking. Really? It's not, but it's like, I said this last time we recorded, especially when it comes to entertainment. I think there's coming to a point where people are trying to push their moral compasses on celebrities too much to where they're trying to tell them what to do. Or because especially in K-pop, like, you know, the images they try to make like idols be, um, fabricate their personalities and stuff because they think they're what they're seeing on the camera screen. And if they see something that doesn't fit that image, they all get in a frenzy and telling them like, they're not supposed to do this. This is not Mm -hmm. who you are. It's like, you don't know that. So whatever moral compass you have, if the people you were like, quote unquote, standing or like is not fitting that I'm going to need you to just leave. Yeah. Like, just just stop being a fan. It is OK. You will survive. You can find other people that fit your moral compass to like.
0: Yeah. There are more conservative artists coming out. So like if you like you said, if this doesn't work for you, switch lanes. There are yes. plenty.
1: There are plenty you
0: can find.
1: And I don't even mean that. I'm like, if you like someone and you're going to like disagree on something that they do or not like something they do, that's fine. Like, I don't like smoking. I'm not going to tell Cook what to do yeah. with his
0: body. He's an adult. He knows what he needs to do.
1: He just turned 26. Yeah. As we keep saying, Let that man le- live. Like, leave him alone. Because it started with Tay. Because Tay was the first one. It, I think smoking is common in yeah. Korea.
0: I mean, they're about to li- like leave their work for a little bit to take a smoke break, so
1: yeah. It's really only America, I think, where like, they had the whole like non-smoking campaign. I'm not saying smoking is mm-hmm. good for you. That's not what I'm saying at all. Again, it is your body. Do whatever the hell you want yeah. with it. I'm Will I say I'm concerned for his health? Yes, because I care about him. But again, I am not going to try to use that as a manipulation right. tactic of what he should and should not do. Cause that is not my place as someone who does not know him personally. And even if I didn't know him personally, unless I really thought he was getting to a point where like you need help, that is the only time I would say something. But again, I am not his mother. I'm not his girlfriend. I'm not his wife. I'm not <laughs> his best friend. I have no place to tell him or any other member what the hell to do and i wish more fans were like that and that's just been my annoyance for like the past month that and then the whole Nam June thing i really don't want to get into that again where he posted the lyrics okay so you do know about that yeah you are muslim correct i never actually ever asked you yeah i just want to know what your side of that is because just because before you start talking it's not his song The song is 10 years old and I've heard Frank Ocean himself, even when he performs it live, he doesn't say that part anymore. He has changed the lyrics because he listened to his fans, but it was also the hypocrisy of other, if we're keeping the K-pop realm, other K-pop idols posting about that song, they're listening to that song, literally like a couple months ago when he performed at um, Coachella. And that was another thing between like Blackpink fans and armies because Jisoo posted it on her story. And how that
0: much she likes song? the song the same song oh well I'm gonna be honest with you I saw it and like I didn't really think anything of it because there's like this Korean Muslim YouTuber that posted a video about like what RM posted on Instagram so I clicked on like this is weird because that YouTuber doesn't really get involved in K-pop like that and so apparently the lyrics had something about like Allahu for in it And so he was kind of, like, explaining, like, I guess, from RM. Like, he was trying to explain, like, that RM wasn't trying to offend anybody. He was just trying to explain the lyrics itself. And so, I don't know. I clicked out of it midway, but I didn't... I was not offended by it.
1: But that's the thing, though. He doesn't even talk about the song. He literally just posted a screenshot of the song. Cause he does that on his Instagram stories where he's recommending songs yeah. he's listening to um, for Army. So it's not even like he sung it. It's not even like it was his song. He's literally like, Hey, this is a song I'm listening to. If you guys also want to listen to here's it. Where enjoy. I, always, I guess
0: this is like the teacher in me that kind of like picks up on this context is very important, whether it's like, especially when you're trying to post something, right? So for example, if you're posting that set of lyrics, I guess maybe that wouldn't have been the best, like, lyrics to post. Maybe something before. But that's part of the chorus, right? Was that part of the chorus?
1: Well, see, I don't know, because I knew nothing about the lyrics until people started getting on him saying it was Islamic. Islamophobic. He just posted yeah. a screenshot of the cover art of the song, the song name, and that's yeah. it.
0: So unless you had went to listen to the song i think the post uh, okay so he only posted the cover photo he never posted the lyrics he
1: literally only like you know how the picture comes up if you're listening to a song like like this it just shows whatever cover art they want to use the artist's name and like if you're using spotify or apple music that's literally all he Mm. posted no lyrics no like music of Mm. the song That was it. Okay. So people were digging into and listening to the song. So people actually
0: went in and actually listened to it. Yes. Oh, okay. That was the public themselves doing that. Gotcha. Literally just posted a picture. So yeah, back to the YouTuber. So he was basically just explaining the lyrics and stuff. But like from my understanding of the lyrics, it just seemed like it was about somebody who was trying to find their way. But when they tried these different religions, it just wasn't working for them. Like that's the perspective I got,
1: yeah, that's what people were saying I because I, I don't listen to Frank Ocean so it's like I wouldn't have known, but people were saying it's like about either un, un unrequited mm-hmm. am I saying that word right? unrequired
0: no unrequited you had it right the first time
1: okay unrequited love or like also maybe his struggle because you know Frank Ocean mm-hmm. is a gay man so like um loving someone and maybe them not accepting like their own sexuality and like Frank Ocean being feeling played the only part with that lyrics from my understanding is because he was saying his taxi driver was muslim so that's why he said that to him you know
0: what i'm actually gonna look this up now because i do not want to say the wrong thing what is that song called frank ocean that's fine um i'll just type was it bad religion i think it's called
1: bad religion
0: no it's called bad bad
1: religion. religion This is why I want to get in. And like he did go on a V live because someone was spamming like he needed to apologize. And like in English, he said, um, he's not apologizing because that was not his intention to offend anybody. So, but that's just what I mean. Because no one would have been saying, this is my thing about like some fan culture. It's not even just with K-pop, but it's like in general, it's like a lot of people, unless that person like artist is being blankly obvious about their views and like political political views and talking about it um they will bring up things they may or may not do and use it like against them i'm trying to figure out how to word this okay
0: so i'm reading the lyrics now and there's a few I, i can understand why they got upset because if you don't really read deeply into the lyrics it can seem like it's talking about islam by itself because one it says bad religion as the title and two it's directly quoted quoting allah but my takeaway from this is and i'm looking at the line that says if it brings me to my knees it's a bad religion so that could be really any religion that involves prayer so it's not just islam it could be christianity it could be judaism right. any religion that involves some sort of like movement in prayer which i'm
1: pretty sure is all of them right
0: i think so I think so. Not sure.
1: Um, I
0: don't know either. And I don't want to be like... But I know the monotheistic ones does involve moving, right? Because when you're Christian, you're on your knees and you're doing like the prayer thing. Um, In Judaism, you have that. And also in Islam, you have that too. So it's those are all the bigger religions, correct? Yes. So I don't think it's necessarily Islamophobic, but I think it's just talking about all the religions in general. In general. And how it didn't really work for them and that they don't believe in it. And I can see why Rm Ar- likes it because he's um, an atheist, correct? So I can see why he resonated to this a little I think bit. So I don't know if he's ever said
1: he's an atheist, but I think a lot of them said they don't really well, religion and- or any type of religion or religious mm-hmm. practices. So but I can see
0: why he resonated with it. Um, I don't know. I guess my opinion is a little bit more broader because um, I don't. Everyone can have their own opinion about a religion. Like you can tell me Islam is bad, blah blah blah. I won't see you any other way because that is your, you're entitled to your own opinion. However, if there is a difference in like how you talk to me, how you respect me, then that's a problem. But like, you can hold your own opinion. Like that's, that's where I stand with that, I guess. Exactly. But for the people who were offended, I can understand why, but it's just a matter, I guess, of reading into what he's trying to say.
1: And I also said that because like, you know, you know girl, you know I'm a TikTok girl. <laughs> I try not to take like talk about anything too serious, but like I will never tell anyone, especially as a mm-hmm. black woman, just in this world, I will never from first-hand experience tell people what they should be offended by and what they mm-hmm. shouldn't be offended by because we are not monoliths yeah. in our races and mm-hmm. our cultures and our religions. So everyone has different views because of those experiences and the way they live their life of what offends them. But what pisses me off is that not being able to actually have decent conversations about these and trying to come to some Mm -hmm. middle ground, because like what you just said, if you were like online and said that, I promise you someone would have like commented to you or try to say something where how you're wrong, this is offensive in all the ways and like something about, you're not a true Muslim. Someone had said that to me, even
0: though I'm not Muslim. They told you you're not a true Muslim. How dare you, Simone? No, they
1: said people who, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm not, but no, they said people that weren't offended aren't really true Muslims. And they're like disrespecting their gods. And like, they see their Mm -hmm. idols higher than their gods. I'm like, okay, hold on now. That's why
0: I quoted that one line, because that one line gives it a little bit more broadness or flexibility. That's. I try to see the bright side of things when it comes to like politically nuanced things like this, which is crazy because it's music. It shouldn't be politically nuanced. Um, Thank you. But here's, here's what I have to say to this because it's like, it's like my people that are offended. If you are offended, I understand why you're offended. But now that you know that this is somebody he likes to listen to, find another artist. RM is great as BTS, but if you don't like him as an individual soloist, it's okay to not like a member of BTS. It really is. You can find somebody else to listen to and either way, it's okay. Either way. It's okay. I, 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 just,
1: I just wish it was so simple. Cause I've literally been trying to preach yeah. the exact same thing you said. It's just like, uh, just please. Yeah. It's annoying because I know there's some people out there who was making all this noise and all this fuss, but at the end of the day, when they come back for that tour, I'm going to have to fight them for tickets. <laughs>
0: Oh, the hypocrisy is real. The hypocrisy <laughs> is strong. Uh, it's strong and that that's, oh my
1: God, that's the one thing that annoys me the most out of anything is just like hypocrisy. Yeah. If you're going to say something and stand by that, do that. I understand of having a change of heart when you learn something, but it's one thing to say something and then do the opposite, but you still stand right. on what you said. That's opposed pose of what you're doing or what other people are doing. And it's like, didn't you just say, like, this was evil against whatever you believe in? I'm confused. What is going on here?
0: No. But, like, now that I'm actually thinking about it a little more, like, the people who have been offended, I also kind of understand where they're coming from because, just because of the history with Islam in, like, basically every area of the world, they're always attacked and, first. Yeah, So
1: especially after 9-11 yeah. here
0: in America. So... Trust me, I understand that. So it's like a, tr- it's like it can trigger certain people and I understand why. So and especially if it's coming from an artist that you look up to, that you adore. Like, I understand.
1: But this is why not to be like that, but this is why I keep saying we have to find new ways of like looking at the celebrities and still realizing they're human, especially if mm-hmm. they make a mistake. Or not so mistake, but it starts like controversy mm-hmm. and not huge. Char- I'm talking about little controversy like this. I'm not talking about like what's happening with like Danny Masterson from that 70 shows as of now. That's something completely different. But yeah, we just have to have, find a new way of looking at them, to be honest. And I don't know how what that is to where we're not completely like massacring them and everything that they do and like nitpicking everything they do, but also. If they do something, it doesn't mm-hmm. affect us that much, you know, but knowing people are different. Like I can still like you and like your art. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't. It's a big question I've been asking myself, especially getting into like a fandom. And I never thought in my entire life I would get into any type of right. musical fandom. But yeah, because I've always had that view. So, like, it's easier for me to say that because I've always been like that from the jump, even being Mm -hmm. a BTS army, because sometimes some things I say, I'm saying it Mm -hmm. jokingly. I hope people realize sometimes, like I said, sometimes when I be sarcastic, I don't know if people know I'm being sarcastic or not, but still, I can still enjoy their music. May not agree with everything that they do or say, but it's not enough for me to, like, leave. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just hard. It's hard. It's hard and I don't know how to navigate it. Have you, have you read the lyrics though? I've seen people in like videos of like people breaking okay. them down. So not even just like non-Muslims, but like Muslims themselves. So
0: Okay, because I'm reading it. Cause it's like, if it brings me to my knees, it's a bad religion. Again, like I said, it could be any of the monotheistic religions. This unrequited love to me, it's nothing but a one man cult and cyanide in my styrofoam cup. That immediately rings a bell to that one cult that tried to like kill themselves on that one island. And Suga also sampled from one of their speeches. Do you remember? And he got hate for that. Are you talking about Jim Jones? Yes. So that kind of reminds me of that. So.
1: okay. so I was not sure if I was going to talk about this, but Nafis brought it up and I was correct. We didn't talk about this when we initially started the podcast, because I think we started back in like November of 2020 and all that happened. During the summer, especially the peak of when George Floyd was killed. Now, what I stated is true, and that's what I had believed when the incidents first started. I believe if you're going to use any type of like speeches in music, you have to do research on who gave that speech and where the speech is from. So I stand by, I believe that was a lack of resource, not lack of resource, lack of research. And just being like, oh, this sounds cool. Let me just put it in the music, not doing like a completely full background check. And I have said that before in certain instances as well, where people will take things like that and put them in like artwork and not really knowing most of the time the background history of what they're putting into the work. And some may know and they're purposely doing that, which, again, I believe it's up to the viewer to form an opinion, whether you're okay with that or not. And the only thing, yeah, I will say it here on the podcast. The only thing I didn't like about that situation, well, there was two things. I'll start with the biggest one. I am upset because I really do feel like the people that were bringing that speech to light were holding on to that for about a year. I don't know if any fans of BTS or BTS ARMY that listened to us remembered this, but we had heard An example of that speech back in 2019 in one of their documentaries. I don't remember which one it was, but I do remember it was one of the ones that was shown in theater because me and Macy went to go see it. And I remember they had played that when they showed Yungi working on D2 in the hotel room because they were on tour at that time. And it was again in 2019 So you would have thought if people had recognized that speech and knew it was a Jim Jones speech, they would have said that right then and there. And we could have avoided this whole thing, especially at the peak of Black Lives Matter. And like I said, when George Floyd was killed. But I find something very sinister of people who knew where that speech had came from and like waited for a moment like that. When like all racial tension between everybody was super high and use it as a way to like to like bring him down, did not sit right with me. So that was the biggest problem I had with that whole thing. And my second was I do personally wish that Yungi himself had said sorry. At that time, he had said sorry through the company. Now they did the right thing by taking it out. Um, But I wish he had made a personal statement because when he was doing his little radio show, when Jungkook got in trouble hanging out with his friends around COVID, even though it was still the beginning of COVID and it didn't peak like that in Korea when he went out, but he still got backlash. So when he was a guest on Yoongi's little radio show, he actually apologized. Jungkook apologized for hanging out with his friends when he didn't need to, but- That is something I still like think about even to now. I do wish Yoongi had publicly at least said something about that, but I don't hold that against him. Again, that is my own personal like I personally don't hold that against him. And I do not blame like Nafis was saying with the Muslims that were offended by Namjoon sharing that song. I do not hold anyone to like any type of like I don't look down on the black people that were truly offended by that and like left the fandom completely. That's their right. I keep saying this when it comes to like race and religion. We are all not monoliths. You have a right to feel how you feel, especially when it comes to something that offends you or doesn't offend you. Just don't attack the people that didn't feel offended and don't attack the people that did feel offended. Again, easier said than done. Um, but yeah I just wanted to bring that up because I never really talked about it and especially at the time I didn't know how to talk about it but I do believe as we're doing this podcast more and as I'm speaking more I'm getting better at explaining how I feel about certain things because obviously if you have been listening to us long enough I'm still a fan I'm still here but yeah I just wanted to let that be known so let's get back to this episode That's kind of funny because I think we started our podcast around that time and I didn't talk about that because that's what I was talking about, like of people getting offended or not, especially when it came to like the black community when all that happened.
0: You see, that was a big whoopsie. Like that was an actual mistake. That's something they should (laughs) have looked into.
1: Yes. And I blame people not doing more history of that speech. But I also heard like that. Samples also in like a Post Malone song, but I don't oh, listen really? to Post Malone. So where's Post Malone's backlashing for that? Is it because he's
0: a white man? I mean, Yungi's also white. Yungi's Korean. Right. But we're talking skin color. That boy is pale.
1: He's honestly not that
0: pale. Really?
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm going to need you to look up the way Korea, Koreans have a built-in filter in their phone systems to where no matter what type of like re- video you're recording for anything, if you are on like their network, it automatically really? has that feature. I also know that because someone that I follow who is black and she took a trip to Korea and she was asking people like how to take this filter off because she didn't set it up. It's something that's built into the, and this is coming from someone who has seen them twice. I've seen them in person twice. All of them are not that pale, especially wow. Yungi. They're not that pale. They're a lot tanner okay. than what they look on camera. Mm. But that also has to go into discolorism in general. We don't have time to talk about. So I can say a lot about that. And I've been trying to hold my tongue on that because I don't know if colorism came from colonialism or especially outside of America, if colorism was around before colonialism. But to me, I believe colonial, not colonialism, colorism and like racism go hand in hand. Colora,
0: colorism has existed since biblical times before i would say yeah
1: okay but colorism also heightens the way people act towards racism whether they oh yeah like realize mm-hmm. it or not it kind of like feeds into that it feeds into it because it's like if you're saying this about people of your own like same is it ethical mm-hmm. back ethnical yeah. background of their darker skin what are you going to say about me right. as an actual black person and i am i'm dark skinned like If y'all seen any videos of me, if you see my TikTok, there's no Mm -hmm. hiding that. I don't try to pretend to be anything Mm -hmm. less. So yeah, that's another thing, too, about like not going off topic, but like when the strike is over with. That's that's my also frustration with like media. And when it comes to representation, I'm noticed. And I think I said this a while ago when we did like either our anniversary episode or something when I was talking about how diversity to me in media is fake because they'll find someone who kind of like fits the character book of the diversity, but it's not actual diverse. Like, for example, when you're casting black people, they always are going to pick the like lightest skinned black person that's closest mm-hmm. to white as far as shade of skin tone. Like whether we want to admit yeah. that or not. Like I know high is doing some type of global girl group that's gonna be on netflix which is interesting like a survival show where you can vote for them so like in hyphen and siphon like them yeah but it's gonna be like on netflix and they're not like all korean like they're from different parts of the world and they're all from like different backgrounds and like races and stuff and there's like two black girls on there but i was like wow not even just the black girls because you know people always erase dark skin asians i was like wow they really did the paper bag test on these girls didn't they like hardcore. Right. If no one knows what the ba- the paper bag test is, it's basically, you know how light a paper bag is, but it's still a certain shade of brown. That's technically the acceptable shade of brown in our society if you're going to be some type of brown. So if they hold it up to you and you're anything darker than that, then yeah, no, you're just not going to work.
0: You're saying these girls are not darker than that? Not at all. Look up
1: Dream Academy. Dream Academy. Try to look for a picture right now of what these girls look like. You'll know what I'm talking about I because that's another frustration that I've been having. I haven't watched it yet. I wasn't interested in the first season, but I don't know if oh, you've been wow. aware of the, Yeah, you see what I'm talking about?
0: Interesting.
1: It's like so much for a global girl group. There's not really that much representation, not saying none of them are untalented. I haven't been keeping up and I'm sure they'll make a great group of whoever they pick, but it's just really telling. <laughs> I am just saying. They're barely brown. Listen. Look, I actually had to look. I was like, (laughs) you had to. I want to add something here. And I don't want to put the whole blame on Um, Let's also look at the one man who's been trying to get into the American market. Since I feel like he created his company. And that is Mr. JYP himself. If any of you... No, I completely forgot about this. But on YouTube, he was doing this whole series apparently called A2K, which I think stands for America to Korea and trying to form an American girl group. Well, as of today, as I'm recording this, which is September 22nd, the girls that were picked just got announced. Same thing that I said about Hybe and the colorism and i do think one girl is black but you have to squint so yes another thing too with jyp specifically and me and macy had actually talked about this um if you look listen to the first like hour of when we did guessing our favorite wanna song we were catching up in general cuz we haven't talked in a while at that time and we talked about jyp and we both said how we really don't like how he's a run, not only young girls, but women. There's some disturbing, like, I don't want to say, I'll say rumors. There's some disturbing rumors about a particular artist that JYP had the Wonder Girls around when they were minors, when they were here in America. I'll give you initials. He's a black man. First initial starts with R. Last one starts with K. But anyway, because apparently they were friends. I don't know if they still are or not, but they they used to hang out. I should tell you something. Anyway, um, in that group, apparently one of the contestants is 13 years old. 13 years old. I don't know how old the other girls are. I just know the youngest one who got chosen. And apparently I was seeing a TikTok of a person I follow who was keeping up with the show. And it was interesting to me when he had said the way JYP acted towards her. And it seemed like in his eyes, that girl couldn't do any wrong. And like she was very favoritized by him. Does not sit right with me at all. Um, Again, just wishing for the best for those girls. Wish them a good career, happiness, safety and all that good stuff. But yeah. this is why I can't be doing these (laughs) ramble episodes when I'm like tired because I start getting more real. Like I've been, I'm noticing, I don't know if that's dangerous or not, but
0: I mean, it is a podcast about what you're thinking. That's true. Very true. How old are these girls?
1: I don't know. I don't know much about it because I've said this million times. I'm not a competition girly. I don't like survival shows. I've never have. Whether it's making groups, established groups.
0: They can vote via TikTok, TikTok and reverse. Okay. Yeah. 17. Okay. They're like 17, 15-ish. They're 21-year-old, 19-year-old, 19, 20. I'm guessing it's like 15 to 21 range. Okay. Yeah.
1: So still young. And another thing about that too, because I had brought up Scooter Braun earlier. I don't know if it's been announced who is managing that group once it's formed. I don't know if they're going to be under Hype America or Hype Korea. Yeah.
0: Like Hybe pipe. That would be interesting if Hype itself like actually managed them.
1: I mean, there's been a lot of stories of how foreigners are treated yeah. in Korea. So I just hope the best for them. Whoever gets right. picked. That's what I was going to bring up is I don't know if you've been keeping up with the gossip of Street Woman Fighter 2. Season no, two.
0: I have not. So
1: cause I didn't watch the first one and I didn't watch Street Man Fighter. I used to love like watching dance shows. Like I used to watch America's mm-hmm. Best Dance Crew, but I had stopped after high school. Um that was the last time I really was like invested in dance like that. So it's been a minute. But there's just been a lot of talk because apparently this season they wanted to decide to bring, I think only two international groups. And one of them is named Jam Republic. And Jam Republic, I guess, is a very well, I don't know if it's Jam Republic, if that's just the name of the crew or that's the name of the whole company, but like they employ like dancers. And when I say dancers, I mean, these people have like some resumes on them of who they've worked for, choreographed for. Um, and I know that one girl that's on there now, Kristen, like she's worked with artists like Rihanna, Justin Bieber, just to give yeah. you some names. Um, but there is one girl on there who is black and her name is Latrice. And just from the clips that I have been seeing of how she's been treated has been interesting. I found some websites, um, actually some nice people on Twitter. When I asked, where can I watch the show to fully watch the show to get a better assessment
0: besides mm-hmm. just
1: clips? Um, But it's not yeah. looking good. And it's especially with one girl, there's like one girl who's like really after her like named Relic. And they cut the scene out too, apparently where like Redlick had said when they were supposed to go up t- against each other and battle that that battle wouldn't be fair because Latrice's body is huh? made for hip hop. And she's crying. And she made Latrice cry. But they cut out... Redlick saying that and Latrice crying, but they keep all the times Redlick is crying.
0: Damn. Yeah. See, it would have been different. It would have been different if she said that like in a as a joke, you know, like like no, she was dead right, serious, that's what I'm tears and everything. Like because she
1: is a bigger body because she has a body of a black person and a black woman that just automatically assume that she's good at hip hop. Mm. Like every black person's good at hip hop and dancing. We're not. Sorry to break that to you guys for running or, not.
0: or love
1: chicken right? or singing. <laughs> but it, not only that, things are coming out where there was that. And then when they were, I guess, choosing which choreography to do, they had to make up their own choreography for like, uh, what am I, what am I trying to say? Not a competition, like a challenge, I guess, where they would get like different girls from each like dance crew to do Someone's choreography. Mm -hmm. They ended up picking Latrice's, but it's because they thought it was the easiest. But when you actually look at the dance, it's the one that's more in line with like the beat of the music. And then when she was trying to explain like her way of the dance, because she's not Korean. Um, I think she's actually from Australia. I think she said that, but she doesn't know Korean language. So I'm sure there's people around like translating for Jam Republic. I don't think any of them speak Korean. And every time I see clips of them, they're speaking English. But they were like. Well, you're dancing to the beat of the music and not the lyrics. If you needed help understanding the lyrics, you could have asked us. But it's like you don't know that now that came out that apparently they'd be dancing to the lyrics and not the beat. And some of them are like choreographed for K-pop groups. So now everyone's kind of like, is this why K-pop like some K-pop dances have been looking weird lately because they're not dancing to the point of the music, which is the rhythm and the beats and the instrumental
0: yeah that would make it look very awkward
1: so then there was that and then realizing like latrice actually her dance was the more like difficult as far as technicality so they're all complaining about that even though they picked her dance because they said it was the quote-unquote easiest but it really wasn't something to whine about and honestly and then that one girl relic like red lick from the clips i've seen of them like Doing the dance and like doing the music video, even though Latrice is supposed to be the leader, but she's taking over and trying to act like the leader and tell people what to do to try to overpass Latrice. It's just a
0: mess. It's just a mess. And it's I just, wonder if that beef is like real or if they like force them to do it.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's edited or not, but no, Red, from what I've been seeing, Redlick seems like that type of person who was never told no in their life. So she gets away with a lot of stuff, and if she ever does get told no, she just starts victim, like acting like a victim herself. And I also said this too because a lot of people, like, online would say, like, a lot of every time they see her dance, it looks like she does mostly like hair choreography because, like, she's always flipping her hair around because yeah. she has long hair. But it's like, girl, <laughs> do something else besides like flipping your hair and twirling, like, there's more to dance than just that. And I was like, this is another example of colorism. I'm going to be so honest or, and pretty yeah. privilege. A lot of the people I've seen defend her seems to stem from pretty privilege. And even as I have seen her dance, it's like, she's not a bad dancer, but she's not the best dancer. And she's so arrogant about it when someone who does show up like Jam Republic, who are actual great dancers that seems like they've been in this game for a while, I can't talk about everyone else. I don't know how long they've been dancing or choreographing or whatever. But it's like when you see people that are better than you and you don't know how to handle that, because you never surrounded yourself with better people to try to improve, mm-hmm. that's what annoys me. Like the girl really needs to be humbled. I'm going to really need her and her team to like get kicked off. I'm so sorry. Her team has to take the fall from the way she's been acting, but it's just been ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Is that an ongoing show right now? I think
1: they're only on episode. I think only episode three came out last week. So I'm going to try again to see the links I
0: have work to watch it. All of this happened in the first two episodes.
1: Girl, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Oh, wow. I'm going to watch it and. I think I'm already came to the conclusion. Once Jam Republic leaves, whether they leave on their own or if they get voted out for some dumb reason, that's when I check out. Because I don't think I can handle the microaggression I'm seeing.
0: But then again, we don't know how much of it is instigated and how much of it, how much of it is real. And that's
1: what I mean. Like, I don't know what parts are actually edited or not, but... Because there are people that have, like... Something
0: tells me what Redlick is saying is not edited. RBFs, but they are, like, the sweetest people in the world. Because so you, you, we, just, we just don't know since it's televised. But the only way, really, to know if it's, like, true or not is if, like, the contestants themselves come out and speak out about it. You know, and they usually don't like them to do that
1: if one like this episodes are coming out or sometimes they make them sign contracts. So we yeah. never know. Even if it was like bad, they have con they have contracts where they can't talk about it. So
0: because I know with Jesse, something similar happened with her when she was on that type of show. And like they made her to seem out the seem to be the villain, but like she really wasn't or something like that. And they just made everything so Dramatic for like effect, and again we find this out years later when she's doing interviews and stuff. So it's like I don't know how much of it tr- I try to like wait a little bit before jumping the gun on these type of things. That's why I say I need to watch it in full. Yeah. But how many episodes are there? I just told you three. No, no, no. Like in gen, like the total.
1: Oh, I don't know. Because uh, that's another thing with Korean variety, and I think some dramas. I think there are times where they're still like filming them even when they release them. So Mm. I don't know. Yeah, they don't all like film it all at once and then release them like weekly. I think they still be in the process of making them and releasing them at the same time. However, when that clip did come out, I'm just letting you know, I did have to make- Say what? I said when that clip came out, just to let you know, I did make a tweet. It was mostly about the body thing because that really bothered me. So just to let everyone know what I said, I don't know how many times we have to say this from any minority group, um, but subtle racism, especially when it comes to those stereotypical beliefs, like me and the Feast just rent, like, you know, mm-hmm. named off a couple of them. It's still harmful because a lot of the times they can lead to the outright racism. Yeah. So just to let you know, the subtly, and sometimes that hurts more. I feel like I've said that before also than the outward one, but they can also lead to the outward one, regardless of what you say or what you physically right. do. Mm -hmm. Just be careful. As I'm going to keep saying, not every race is a monolith. What you see a group of people doing doesn't mean everyone
0: does that. Especially in the climate that we're in today, it's better to be careful than to, you know, say or do anything without thought. (laughs) I mean, if you care, you also have to just care. Yeah, you just have to be human at that point, too. (laughs) Which many of us forget sometimes to be. Or just treat Mm -hmm. others like humans so yeah was there anything else we wanted to talk about no (laughs) v's album is
1: great go stream layover guys
0: (laughs) when did his album come out
1: on friday Mm. as we're recording this so it's good um i'm gonna be honest like that type of music especially when i was younger is music i don't usually listen to but he did it in a very well way to where even people like me who mostly focus on like like faster beats, heavier styles of music of like hip hop or rap, Mm -hmm. or even just pop music. Um, it's still enjoyable to listen to. It does calm at least me down a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's just like nice, easy listening to music, some inspiration from like blues, soul, R and B gospel jazz. Cause we know that's the type of music mm-hmm. he likes to listen to like on his own. And he said that before, and I'm really happy he was able to put that in his own album this is I'm not going to lie. I would have like, I still would have enjoyed it, but I would have been like, why is he doing like a hip hop song? And that's not like yeah. his personality outside of the group. So that's one thing I've been enjoying about these solo projects. They're more focusing on the type of music they want to release. And that well, aligns more with like their personalities outside of BTS mm-hmm. as a ensemble. So it's good. It's been nice. It was so funny because you know how um Jin and Hobie like they can they're still allowed to post sometimes like on social media. Jin went on Weavers and was like congratulating like Young of his album release, but he was also like, he got into a conversation with like other guys, his military unit. And they were comparing like if Jin or Tae were more handsome and Jin was trying to pretend not to get offended. And he's like, but there was a moment where I turned around where they couldn't see it like shed some tears. Cause I am supposed to be the only one that's the most handsomest in this world. I was like, Jin, I'm Mr. Huber though. I got a good laugh out of that. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad to see they're doing somewhat well. Um, the others still have to go. We have not heard from Yungi since he finished his concert and he announced his enlistment. Like, the next day he announced it, it's been <laughs> silent from him. But if I'm going to be honest to not assume too much, I'm not surprised. Because I'm sure he's taking the time to just do whatever mm-hmm. before he has to go. Probably see friends and family or just chill and like literally do nothing. Like, we don't know. And I also don't know if he has to go to active like duty or if he's doing the civil side. Cause I know we got surgery on his shoulder, but that also depends if they examine him to where they don't think he can still mm-hmm. do the active duty. Cause I know when you do civil, that takes a little mm. bit longer. So, cause The active one where you're like in military branches, I believe is 18 months and the civil one's about like almost like a full year Um, or two years. My bad. It's a full like two years. So it's like 24 months and not 18 months. Okay. But I also would expect like him and probably RM2 to like hit their enlistments the longest because they're very, I don't want to say workaholics, but they really care about what they're doing, especially in music. So for him to have to like take a real break from not making Mm -hmm. music like that, I'm sure he's also having to deal with in this time. So like the people that are saying, where is Jungi?" or if he like secretly enlisted without telling us, which I don't think he would do at
0: all. The space he needs. Like just get that man. Yeah.
1: Let him be, just let him be. Let him process however he needs to process. Yeah. Let them all process how they need to process. Update as I am recording this as of September 17th that I'm recording this. Um, it has been announced that Yungi is going and doing his service on the 22nd. I was slightly right, I'm actually a little scared, but maybe I'm just being observant. So he is doing like the social service and not active service. Which again, I had a feeling because of his shoulder, even though he got surgery to like get it fixed, I don't think it was in the condition or they must have medically like came, they must have medically came to the conclusion that it wasn't in, what am I trying to say? (laughs) Like the right condition. There it is um, for him to do active service. So he is going to do like a nine to five, which will be interesting because it's kind of like a public service type job. So he might do like I don't know how their postal service works, but it's kind of like that here. I know when the rapper B.Y. went, he was actually in the police department. So maybe he'll do something like that. I really don't know. I know Shonu was a kindergarten teacher, so it really could be anything. Shonu from Monsta X. But Yumi's going to start that and basically basically go to like orientation on Friday. Um, and I don't know how long that's going to last, but then he's going to do basic training for about three weeks because I believe every man, no matter if you do active service or the social service, you do have to do the training and then go back to his job. And it is going to be a little bit longer. I had said 24 months in this. I don't know where I got that number, but thankfully online, it's 21 months. So it's like three months lower than what I had said. But anyway, um, we wish him well. We all wish him well. I know a lot of armies are sad. It is okay to express any type of feelings you have towards this, whether it is sad, whether it is crying, like it is okay. Don't let anyone like de-evaluate your feelings or like tell you you're not allowed to feel these things because we all care about him. And yeah, listen, to keep my hopes up, like we all keep saying, the sooner they leave, the sooner they can come back. Okay, because I'm ready for all seven to come back. And we still have four to go. I think I will be okay with Namjoon leaving when this gets announced. But again, y'all, just check up on me. Just check up on me. Because only the like guys that actually serve in the military really know what's up right. about it. I know Namjoon also recommended this Netflix show that's called DP that talks about the military service. It, it is dramatized. I, I'm watching it. It is a lot, but I don't feel, again, comfortable talking about it because that's not my country. I live in a country where that's not mandatory, so I have no right to speak on that. You also haven't
0: been in the military.
1: <laughs> exactly. And as a woman, I don't yeah. have to go to the military, whether I mm-hmm. lived in Korea or not, unless I wanted to. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there are some women that are in the military, but... That's volunteer. Band is mandatory. Yeah. So Yeah, but I am just excited and impatiently waiting for, as we all are for Page when 25. they come back. Um, I still kinda want them, yeah, to take some type of rest before they go fully on to like album tour interviews, whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And like I keep saying, I'm only really excited, not because I just like them so much, it's because I think they're really doing it for yeah. themselves. And not just because they're a big group. Like, I do think they all care about each other and enjoy working with each other so much that they want to continue.
0: They're supposed to... Are they re-signing their contracts or did they do that already? So they already did that
1: back in 2018 when I was starting to become a fan. But I don't know if they're going to have to do it again when they come out of the military. I don't remember how long they had signed up Back in 2018. Because I think
0: it was like a seven or six year contract. Was yeah, it seven probably. years again?
1: So they might actually have to renegotiate when they come back from the mm-hmm. military. We'll see. Man, I am doing a lot of pop Um, But they did re-sign their contract again. It was announced sometime this week. I think on like the 20th or... The 21st, but they did resign their contracts to go beyond 2025 for how long. I'm not sure, but they will still be a group when they all come back from service. It's still unknown if Hobie and Jen had resigned their contract before they went to the military or after. But if the company themselves had put out an article saying they were all going to renew, they're obviously going to renew whether it was before or when they come out. So regardless, 2025, you know, we're getting BTS back. 2026, I have to save money. I am not missing this reunion tour. I do not care where I sit. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'd rather be at the highest seat in Nosebleed than miss this opportunity. And I'm going to try to go to several shows. So I really need to save. But this economy really needs to get its shit together. Uh, Speaking of 2018, because I'm sure this episode will come out it'll be on the 24th well besides my brother's birthday so happy birthday BJ um (laughs) it'll be my five years as being a BTS ARMY so that's pretty I know I did not think I would (laughs) still be here rooting them on it shocks me every day every day also, happy birthday to my bias, my man, Kim Nam June, because it's going to be on the 12th and it's coming <laughs> after that. So ignore the haters. They can fuck off. <laughs> Best leader, the one who dragged me by my ankles, as I keep saying, down this damn rabbit hole, because he just had to pop out of that ambulance, looking like that, rapping like that. And I told Macy <laughs> who was that. And my life went downhill in a good way. And then I was introduced to six other great men. But yeah, happy birthday to him. He's turning 29. Yes, yes. Because I have to remember not to do the Korean system anymore, even though they still do yeah. the Korean age
0: system. I mean, that that's going to be phased out over time. And happy late birthday to Jungkook.
1: Yeah, it's going to take a while. I mean, that's basically that's ingrained right. in their everyday life society talking. So real real quick i promise i am a good daughter i love my father he listens to this sometimes so dad if you're hearing this happy birthday to you as well because i realized i had said happy birthday to bj who's Birthday is on the 24th, as I said, of September. He's a Libra. So happy birthday to BTS members. And I didn't get to say happy birthday to you, who is also a Virgo. And his birthday is on September 17th. So happy birthday to my lovely father, my rock, my ride or die, my number one fan. Uh, yeah. I know I don't tell you this enough but I do love you and thank you for everything that you've done for me and life and continue to do to support me. And I'm not sure when this is going to drop. So I hope you had a good day, whether it was spent with me or not.
0: Um, but yeah, happy birthday, dad. Oh, that's crazy. They're like, they're entering, they're entering their 30s. And you'll be
1: 31. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last time. Yeah. Yeah you still have some time though. You're already in your 30s though, so I'm sure oh, you yeah, I'm, I'm in my 30s, yes. Fun stuff. Any advice? You're doing great, Simone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for me, but thank you. <laughs> well I fl- I have like four years left. You're 26. How many times do we have to do this? Really? I thought you were younger than that. How many times when I bring up my age you always ask that? No, I, I'm 26. I don't act my age, but I'm
0: 26. 1997 gang, (laughs)
1: stand up.
0: Uh, No, but some general advice, I guess I would say is if you had something you really wanted to do, do it because there were a lot of things I wanted to do and I kind of regret not doing them when I should have. So do it. If you need to go on that vacation, take that vacation. If there's a job that you really wanted to do, go for it. So Yeah. That's my main thing. There
1: is not an age limit on yeah. life. And I need people online to stop thinking once you pass twenty five, you're basically <laughs> in the grave. A lot of ageism talk has been, I mean, since forever. And I know always in K-pop too. But again, that goes to my thing of them needing to stop yeah. debuting children. Um, and also with that one new like rap duo, Fly Anna Boss, people saying like they're in their thirties, which they're not, but they're in their mid-20s, I believe. But people getting on them being in their mid twenties and just now like becoming well known in their music. I just need people to leave people alone. That's pretty much it. Everyone's timeline is different. Everyone's
0: timeline is different. I learned that the hard way. So I'm just letting y'all know. Everyone's timeline is different.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I learned that the hard way, but (laughs) I know what you mean. Like seeing people from my past and like, They either have Mm -hmm. like really successful jobs now or like they're in marriages or they're on like their third child and I'm kind of like still living with a parent acting like a teenager. It's like, is it me? Did I do something
0: wrong? Is it my shy personality? I mean, that is one of it, but. But it's just really the way everything played out and how we responded to it. You know, that also plays a part too. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Okay, well, is there anything else you've been watching before we officially go? Like media, even though it's nothing really new, but is there anything new you've discovered?
0: Um, I'm not watching anything new per se, but I am re-watching White Collar. Have you heard of that show? Hmm. I have, but I never watched it. I really like it. I'm re-watching that. It's like that and
1: Suits apparently has been really popular on Netflix. Yeah,
0: Suits is a great show. I like that. I'm kind of sad they're not on Amazon anymore, so... I can't watch it, but it's a good show. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't share my password with you anymore oh, yeah. either, so. How is that going for Netflix? Are they actually cracking down on the people? Girl, who knows? I don't know anymore, so. I just think that was, like, the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest idea ever. Like, you don't need to be. And still is. Like, as a company, you cannot fall to your customers for something you didn't do correctly. Like, Hello
1: we're really going to end up going back to cable, if we're being honest. And I don't know how that's worked since, especially now, I watch a lot more like international shows than like regular shows. So like, if we did go to back to cable, how would that work for me finding these shows? I don't know. But currently I is I'm watching it as it's coming out. So I'm watching this K drama called Behind Your Touch Pretty cute. The lead guy in it, I, it took me a while to realize is the same lead guy in my other favorite drama, uh, because this is my first life. He plays a cop mm-hmm. in this new one. Um yeah, it's basically about like a vet and something happens during a meteor shower to where now when she touches like animals and people's butts, she can like look into their oh. memories.
0: He's he's also in because this is my first life. I just said that. Was that the one you were talking? To- is that what you just said? Yes. That's Girl. What I just oh my said.
1: gosh.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh my god!
1: This is the same feeling I have when I tell my dad stuff. No, you said he played a police officer. He
0: doesn't play a police officer. I
1: said he plays a police officer in Behind Your Touch. Oh, okay. Yes or detective, but I was saying I had recognized him for because this is my first life, and in this show that he's in now, he plays a police officer, or detective Mm. really, but maybe I misspoke, my bad but yes, him I like him Um, the show is cute I had watched Mask Girl that one was interesting that one was dark that one lady that's in um The Glory, and a bunch of other stuff, too. I usually like her character. I can't think of her name right now. Um, But this one, she really had me annoyed. Mask Girl is good, though, if you haven't seen it. That's on Netflix, too? It is on Netflix, unfortunately. Mm. Um, And I'm also watching that superhero one that some people have been talking about. That's on Hulu called Moving. Oh, I
0: heard heard things about that one, too. Yeah,
1: it's good. I like it so far. I'm only on, like, episode four. But, yeah, it's about... um, I mean, some of these kids have like powers. I don't know if their parents do as well. And then there's this one guy going around, I believe, killing the parents and we don't mm. know why. So
0: I yeah, did not so far, recognize so. the main okay. lead because she was also the main lead in Happiness. I've never watched that. Oh, um, what else is she in? W, World of Two Wor- Worlds. You've told me about that and I haven't watched that either. Yeah, she's a, she's the lead in that. But she looks so different in, in this show. That was like, oh, my goodness yeah which one the movie. movie one i just talked about you it.
1: what does she look like is she a student is she the student or she's the she's the main girl the one with the glasses okay well she's not main girl main girl but i know who you're talking about she's the mother of the main, of, guy, like, yeah. the main guy yes mm-hmm. she's playing the mother as the main guy but
0: yeah i, I heard that yeah thing. that's pretty much it Sorry, okay. right, go ahead yeah
1: good good oh okay no i saw you doing whatever speaking sure no i was i was just ending i was saying that's pretty uh-huh. much all i've been watching or can watch nothing american i was trying to think but no i was also trying to watch the show we said we were going to do and i've just been procrastinating on that so i am mm. going to rewatch that um if you still want to do it unless you want to do something else
0: where what is that Playing on, yeah, it's on Hulu. Then I can
1: watch it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Nothing American. Okay.
1: I did say I was gonna watch um, that one show that America Ferrera used to be on. That's on Netflix. That looks interesting. Ugly Betty. I never watched it before. It keeps coming up on my recommendations. It looks interesting.
0: Okay. I've-
1: there was this one anime I was watching. And I still kind of am, but I haven't watched it like the new episodes. It's called I think. ZOM 100 and it's basically about this guy who works at like a company and he like all of us he hates his life and he hates the company and hates working in general Um, and then all of a sudden a zombie apocalypse like breaks out so like now he's using the zombie apocalypse as a chance to do stuff off his bucket list that he was going to do if he wasn't working
0: that's interesting
1: I mean it's very cheesy but it's like yeah it's just it's funny how it had to take a zombie apocalypse for him not to be able to work anymore. He can start living out his dreams.
0: (laughs) Is that where we are headed? Is that where we
1: are headed? (laughs) We might be, we actually might be, we might, it might take a zombie apocalypse for us to actually like chill out and do things we want to do. I mean,
0: it took COVID for us to realize a whole bunch of things. So I wouldn't be surprised and nothing changed Yeah.
1: (laughs) and nothing changed. So you know what? Maybe the zombie apocalypse will make them work. Like Kim Kardashian said, no one wants to work anymore. So they might get the zombies to do it. Possibly. At this point.
0: There's no room left for discrimination at that point either too. So
1: who knows? (laughs) Maybe they'll find a way to discriminate the zombies. I don't know. Or like the humans and the zombies
0: and the robots that take over our jobs. I swear people in history, like a hundred years later, we're going to be like, what is wrong with us a hundred years ago? That's
1: if, if we ever change. If we haven't changed at this point, then yeah. I don't know what. That's why I'm titling this lo- like losing faith in humanity. Because I yeah. don't know anymore. <sighs> All right. Well, this is another long one. So are we are ready to almost wrap up because I still would like to take a nap, but I kind of still need
0: to do laundry. Oh, I have to do laundry too. That's been piling up. Man, being an adult sucks. <laughs> But I was going to say, though, for what it's worth, there are still good humans out there, good people out there. Enough people are standing up and being consistent with what they think is right. So there's still some hope left.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it. And there's something I didn't touch on that I'm not going to because we've been here long enough (laughs) and I'm ready to go. I didn't talk about the brick situation that's been happening on TikTok, but it really just boils down to coming back and building a sense of community not community. I keep doing this. No, yeah, community. I almost said communications, but I ended up saying the word I wanted to say. of Building community. Like, it starts, like, small with community and then branches out to more, like, as you see, Mm -hmm. like, with the unions and stuff. Um, But just the way some people are and think it's a lot harder to do that, especially with our, at least American society, heavy, like, individualism Mm -hmm. that we have here, where it's like, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to. Or If it doesn't benefit me, right. then what's the point? So it's, it's trying to break out of that mindset. I just don't know where to start for that. And it takes more than yeah. one or two people to actually want to mm-hmm. break that. But if not enough people want to break the people that want to make change, then we're not going yeah. to go anywhere.
0: I agree and with that thought oh, yeah <laughs> with that
1: with that thought that food for thought um hopefully when we come back we can talk about more happier fun times i keep bugging brianna to tell us about her trip in Seoul because we both have questions i especially have questions of someone who still would like to visit but i have my own concerns and yes those concerns heavily are because I am black. So I just need to know for one black woman who I personally know and not have to go on like YouTube and stuff and like see all the negative stuff when it may not be the
0: case. Right. I just want to know. I'd like to know too. Yeah.
1: Not like say here is a total utopia. and People that visit here or live here are just like it's Disneyland and even Disneyland (sighs) is corrupt. But again, at least I know places I can go here where I'm, relatively okay it's different when you go somewhere you don't know or unfamiliar that's also why i'm trying to improve learning this language to like Mm -hmm. navigate a little bit better so but yeah which we have our class coming up soon are you excited it's been a while since i've taken those classes i hope the girl that was teaching last time is there again but we'll see. But it'll be right. fun. Looking forward to it. Yes. Um, and then I guess we will plan for the rest of this year, which is almost over, which is crazy. Um, so look out for that. Again, I don't know when that's going to be. Your schedules as of now are a little all over the place. So when we come, we do. I think that's why we also do such long episodes. Um, but thank you for sticking around if you have yeah. stuck around this long. I also noticed when I say like comment of how we're doing, I didn't realize until I was listening to a different podcast. I may not have the ability to see that, especially if they're listening outside Mm -hmm. of the country uh, and what type of platform they use. I don't know how to get access to those. Uh So if you have been, I'm not ignoring you. It's just I have no way to
0: communicate, but thank
1: you. And hopefully they're positive things. I don't know if he wanted to say anything else, Mathis.
0: No, other than thank you so much for tagging along with us this throughout this entire thing. It's been like, what, two years now thus far? Almost. Our third mm-hmm. year is coming up yeah. in
1: November. And I don't know if we want to do something for that or not. But yeah, we've almost been doing this for three years.
0: But yeah, thank you for tagging along with us. Um, but yeah, like Simone was saying... If you have anything you want to let us know about, you can always email us or contact us through our social media on Instagram. We just have Instagram, right? You don't have TikTok?
1: Instagram and X. Uh, I hate saying that. Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and Twitter.
0: But yeah, just let us know. Um, please make sure to give us a five-star rating and yeah, we will talk or see you all next time. Yes, thank you so much. Bye, guys. Enjoy your day, night, evening, whatever time it is for
1: you. Just enjoy. And try (laughs) to live life happier. Bye.